Welcome to Depths of Creation, a podcast to explore your creative expression, emotions, and pleasure while you make art out of everyday life. I am your host, Rachel White, a creator, author, speaker, and your guide towards exploring and expressing the depth of your primal and sacred creative energy. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to this episode, which is a live recording of a session that I had with a client to go through their Gene Keys profile, focusing in on their activation sequence. I want to mention from the beginning that I have this client's full permission and consent to share this publicly. And it was so fun to have these client sessions. So there's five within this chapter in chapter four, the episodes six through to episode 10. Uh, client sessions. And I think it was so fun to record these live to give you a little insight into what your session may look like if you do do a profile session with me. And to also hear these insights, you may have these gene keys active within your own activation sequence or perhaps somewhere else in your profile. And even if you don't have these gene keys active, it is and like it doesn't matter where the insights come from. And as you listen to these insights that come up through these profiles, something may like activate within you or spark within you to have a deeper contemplation of something that is present for you, or maybe you recognize it reflected in someone in your own life through the myriad of relationships that you have. So I, I want you to listen, take it in, um, just allow yourself to receive and, and to be, to be guided on how you, how you use it, how you use this information. And we talk about, so in each of the profiles, there are their four gene keys with the shadow, the gift and the city. We mainly focus on the shadows and the gifts. And then there are the line numbers in the, in the activation sequences as well. So it is likely that you'll have some connection to something that we go through in this session. Um, But again, even if not, it doesn't matter where the insights come from. There is magic within the entire Gene Keys transmission and it may help you understand different parts of yourself or parts um, within other people and within how the entire transmission is expressed differently within different people within the world. So enjoy listening in to this client session. I hope you enjoy it. So welcome, Jackie, to your Jinkies profile guidance session. I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm very welcome too. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, so we're going to go through the activation sequence in your profile, but I wanted to give you space before we start. If there is an intention or a um, specific lens that you want to look at your profile through or like a, a question that you have. Um, so I am approaching my sudden return. Mm-hmm. So I'm wanting this reading before then. So I can sort of pave the way in the correct direction that will suit my gene keys. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay. And do you, so you said like the right direction, are there options that you're playing with or is it more open? So whilst I know there's no just one right way of approaching life, it's more just wanting to know what's the most suitable or with the most resonance to who I am. Mm -hmm. Mm. 
And do you feel like you already have a connection with that or you're in a place where you have no idea? Oh, I have much more of a connection now than Mm -hmm. I ever have. So the place that I'm at now, I have the most understanding and I hope that that just continues throughout my life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. We can definitely play with that as we, um, as we go through your profile. So the place that actually, is there a place in your profile that you feel really drawn to within your activation sequence? If you look at the gifts, so you have integrity, farsightedness, restraint, and vitality, do any of them like really resonate or we can just start at the beginning or we can start at any point as well? I reckon just start at the beginning. I'm going to leave it to you and just start at the beginning. Okay, amazing. So the place I feel really called to start is the line in your life's work and evolution sphere, which is line two. So you'll see that in um, in the circles, the spheres of life's work and evolution, it has a number, which is the jinky dot another number so the number after the dot is the line and you have a line two here and this in your life's work is a really beautiful message that you are here to change the way people move and it's like the dancer is kind of the archetype and it's a a symbolic dancer just like the way the way people move through life and line twos are really linked to self-expression and line twos usually find that things come really naturally and easily to them. It's like anything they feel drawn to do, it's just intuitively easy. Um, And so the things that are the best thing for you to do being a line two are the things that you love doing and that you find easy to do. And they can sometimes be this shadow patterning that life needs to be hard. And because it's so easy, it's not valuable so there might be might be some things in there to play with um how does how does that land like having that line to in your life's work the thing you're here to, to do in the world I think that definitely resonates and I've also had I I think I have gotten put off quite easily if things don't naturally come to me so I can I can see what you're saying um so say for example if there is something I sort of Um, find really challenging rather than using a growth mindset I might say to myself oh maybe there's no flow in this and it's just not for me so I can get put off Um, and I just sort of view it as a I'm steering myself in a certain direction and I want the most ease in my life Uh but I yeah I can definitely get put off as well so I can see and like Like, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to not do things that you're like put off or that you don't like. Mm -hmm. It's about like, and we'll talk about integrity in a second, which is your gift in your life's work. It's where's the integrity? Like, where's it coming from? Like giving up too soon because it's a little bit hard Mm -hmm. or is it in integrity with this actually isn't aligned with my natural flow and movement in life. So I'm going to shift and pivot somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, yeah, the the intention 
and the integrity within that intention is always important to come back to. Um, so let's go into your shadowing gift of your life's work. So you have the 18th jinky here, the shadow of judgment and the gift of integrity. I want to hear what comes up for you with those words before we dive into it. And, and sometimes the words used in the jinky's transmission aren't like the depth the face value definitions um so there can be some like deeper depth in there but what comes up for you when you think of like judgment as a a shadow pattern um for you and the integrity yeah I think um so judgment towards myself I have been quite Mm self-critical I think at the moment definitely not but say rewind five years ago I was very harsh on myself and I played out for many years throughout high school this perfectionism uh, trying to attain something that was unattainable Um, so I think the judgment is more within um, but then as much as you criticize yourself you're also then perceiving the world and the, the world is mirroring back at you what's not right Um, And then you tend to judge others as well. So whatever criticism was going on inside, then I was also doing on the outside. Um, So I do see the judgment. I think with integrity, um, where I'm coming now, and it's funny that it also says perfection at the top of there. I just realized that now. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the integrity part would be um, if I'm not going to get your truth, then I don't feel as though there's a point to our connection. So if I meet somebody or say like relationship wise, um, if I'm with a friend and you're going to lie to me, you're going to, um, I don't know, sugarcoat things or not be real with me, then I don't want it. Um, So if you're not your authentic um, self, then I think that integrity and being honest, that's huge in my in my list of values, I would say, in personal connections. Yeah, amazing. So, yeah, so with judgment, like you really described um, the repressive nature. So with all of the shadows, there can be a repressive nature that's really driven by fear and internalised, and there can also be a reactive nature that is driven by anger and externalized so that like self-judgment and the self-judgment that is based on comparison um and that comparison and with the shadow of judgment really leads to this habit of like undermining yourself um because of all that self-judgment so what you were describing really really links into that like repressed nature really internalizing the judgment um and with the with the gift of integrity this like this gift is about being able to hold your own space and hold your own ground without reacting to your judgments and to your self-judgments as well and it's really um like this gift of integrity it's really linked to our development in our childhood and usually if there's wounding around judgment within childhood um, this like shadow pattern can play out again and again, but it's really just to get to these um, more richer frequencies of integrity as a gift. And it's like, so as, as children, one of our main roles is to test boundaries. And usually it's with parents, caretakers, like the, the main authority figures in our life as children. 
And like, it's the child's role to push the boundaries. And if we have authority figures that don't know how to hold boundaries, then it's kind of like develops this mistrust towards authority and that's more in the reactive nature what what do you find your relationship with like authority figures are do you feel like you're um (laughs) (laughs) that's a funny question (laughs) um yeah there's a bit of rebellion within Mm -hmm. a bit of um after sort of becoming an adult and going through that phase of my life then perhaps because of how I was raised, I started questioning and kind of going against um, what I had been taught because I felt as though or um, these things or say like religion-wise, whatever I had been taught, was that because others were telling me what to believe, how much of it is my own, Mm -hmm. um, and who is telling me? What is that figure that is telling me that this is the only truth and this has to be true for me? Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of questioning process that went mm-hmm. through, yeah, that I went through around age 18, I would say. Yeah, yes, yeah. that definitely makes a lot of sense. And, um, yeah, like this this gift is really around, like it, there will be probably a, a – a big theme of revisiting kind of those themes that that came up during childhood around authority and judging and like um like superiority either placing yourself above through your judgments or rebelling against people that try to put themselves above you like, which can be in like religious situations and stuff like that and um, the gift of integrity is within the shadow of judgment because it's about using your judgments to serve the whole like in the spirit of truth and in the spirit of compassion and integrity is about demanding and maintaining a high standard in everything that you do and those high standards come from truth and compassion they're not like rigid things based on comparison Mm -hmm. judgment and to live with integrity is about challenging anything that doesn't meet your high standards Mm -hmm. Um, and your standards are your integrity so I love what you're talking about around like your personal relationships like if someone isn't meeting your standards like Mm. they go on because Mm. if someone can't if you challenge someone to meet your standard and they they can't meet it then it's okay to to let them weed themselves out and and they will because your energy of integrity your gift of integrity that you bring means that they'll either rise or they'll leave and maybe they'll rise later maybe maybe they won't um, and the the word perfection is in there as well. That's the city. And the city is um, a, a different frequency band and it's more the the spiritual essence of the gift and the the city of perfection. So perfection can only be reached at the end of evolution. So at that moment of perfection, there is nothing left to evolve. Like the highest standard is met and perfection can only exist outside of time and space. Um, so that's like the, the spiritual essence of perfection is um, within the gift of, of integrity, like that like the standard of things being perfect but it's not a it's not something you need to meet at a human level it's more the like the spiritual essence that you bring in to your human experience yeah because I wondered about that part I was sort of wondering how they all come together or those yeah. words okay beautiful yeah so I think mostly focus on I would say like 
just as like a rough guide, 80% of focus, if not 90% on the gift. And then like five, four, five percent on the shadow and like one percent on the city. Because the city is like the spiritual essence that is innate and inherent. It's like it's always there. You don't necessarily need to focus on it, but contemplating it might bring up insights as well. And then the shadow is the challenge. Like the the shadow creates our suffering, our challenging patterns. And within that, like within the experience of allowing, accepting and embracing the shadow, we get to experience and awaken our gifts, which are our creative attributes. Okay. Okay. So let's go into your evolution sphere, which is the 17th gene key. And what you'll find with life's work and evolution they're connected through the pathway of challenge and the two gene keys that are here are programming partners and they mirror and reflect each other so at a shadow frequency they reinforce each other and at a gift frequency they reinforce each other as well and you'll see like the connection between them when when we go through this so the shadow is opinion and the gift is far-sightedness and I, I, I love this gift. Um, so the shadow of opinion in a repressed nature, so that like internalized shadow is being really self-critical. And like you talked about this before, really related to that judgment shadow as well. And it's a like tendency to compare yourself to others, again, really linked to that judgment and undermining yourself through the self-criticism. Um, and it can be like no real sense of self because your sense of self is kind of lost in the comparison. And when I say your, I mean, I'm talking broadly. I'm not saying this is, <laughs> this is your experience. Um, so with the reactive side of opinion as a shadow is being like opinionated, using logic as a means to enforce your opinions and your views of the world like onto other people and this feeling of like defensiveness against anyone that doesn't believe your opinions and that it's really ruled by that anger of like projecting anger onto anyone that challenges your worldview and then so that's the shadow and then the gift within that is far-sightedness and this is the gift of far-sightedness is like a gift of having a very high level of cognition and like being very mentally dynamic, being able, like a real gift to understand the minute mechanics and the minute details of life, as well as being able to zoom out and see the big picture. And and this gift of farsightedness really challenges any misrepresentations of truth that are in the world. And this is really enforced by integrity as that's the programming partner and as the reflection that because this gift is so like highly cognitive aware that they can see the detail and the big picture, they can very clearly see when anything is not in integrity with truth and with the high standards that they, high standards of like truth and compassion and and service in the world. So very high cognition, very high perception, ability to see patterns in in numbers and words and um, in in nature and in 
language and in all kinds of things mm-hmm. and um yeah that that ability to zoom out as well so how how do you think <laughs> that relates to you I love that as a gift um I think like I don't want to say the word but the the CV um that entire thing that was going on it was a very interesting time here in Melbourne and being able to zoom out of everything that was being fed um I think during that point in time I felt like I had a different perception to most people around me um and I guess I digested all of that information in a different way and I was always saying look at the bigger picture which you mentioned so I thought that was quite funny um and I think in my own brain I tend to do this thing where I zoom out zoom out zoom out And I'll even use that language. And sometimes I'll just say, okay, so let's like zoom out of this scenario, like to zoom out. Yeah, but zoom out even more than that. And then we can normally come to even bigger understandings. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think when you said, yeah, the farsightedness, I think, oh, there was one one line that you said, and I was like, oh, that is definitely me. Um, But I think, oh yeah, the thing about the detail. So you're able to like understand and see all the detail, but then also able to zoom out too. Um, so the multi facets and the, and the layers, I feel like everything is a bit of a diamond and I'm able to understand like all these different ways of view. Um, and when I've even spoken to my partner, I've said, of um, what do you think I'm really good at? Because sometimes it's a bit of an oversight of what we think we're good at versus what others think that we're good at because it becomes a bit of a natural thing um and yeah and he sort of says having such an open mind and being able to see things from different perspectives Mm. so I would say that that marries quite well with that kind of a gift amazing I love that and you feel can you see how the shadow of opinion maybe playing out where maybe sometimes you get a little too caught up in your opinion and trying to um like use that judgment shadow to maybe project it onto others yeah definitely I think um that's come up and I can become a bit frustrated if people aren't seeing what I see Mm -hmm. um and then perhaps that gets me a little bit frustrated inside so it can come across as me raising my voice a little bit more than I normally would because I normally speak at quite a calm tone but mm-hmm. then I can almost sense the change in my voice as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah and with the um so the evolution sphere so that opinion and farsightedness this is usually a like trigger shadow like something that is usually like deep wounding for for most people because it's from it's rising to the challenge within our evolution that allows us to break through into our radiance which we'll we'll talk about that in a moment and the so for your line two in your evolution it is um like sometimes this can arise in like this feeling of um like disappointment and you you use the word frustration but I feel like disappointment could fit into what you were explaining as well and the like the circuit breaker to move through that is about finding fulfillment inside of yourself so it's really important as a line two to connect with things that you are passionate about and to find the fulfillment of them within you so Mm -hmm. these like 
these like big picture things that you can see and, and the high standards that you have, um, your passion for that and the energy you're pouring into that doesn't need to be accepted or embraced by everyone you talk to about it. Um, it can be like fulfilled within you. I think even tell me that like two years ago and I reckon I was playing this out. Um, but then now it's more just what you're saying where it doesn't really matter about what anyone else around me thinks as long as it's not impacting me directly, that's okay. Um, but yeah, that autonomy over like myself and yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So yeah, last- others accept like whatever you believe. And then as long as you accept what anyone else believes, that's a big lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So the life's work and evolution, they are both. So uh, I can't remember if I said this, but the life's work is what you're here to do. And the evolution is a like primary challenge that you will face in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they are both like the external, the, the conscious level um, spheres. And then we move into your subconscious, your more internalized energy in your radiance and your purpose. So your radiance sphere is about the quality of your life force energy, your auric field, um, or your, your aura, the externalization of your life force from within. Um, so you have the 52nd jinky here and, you know, repress, um, the shadow is stress and the gift is restraint. This is another, I, they're all really beautiful gifts, but this is another like one that I really find fascinating. Um, so with stress, the repressed nature is collapsing under the stress, like going into, it can be states like depressive type states or apathy, apathy, giving, basically collapsing and giving up. Um, and there is like a deep genetic need to be of service to others in this 52nd gene key. And if that isn't being fulfilled, it can really lead to this repressive state of like, what's the point of life collapsing under that stress. And then on the reactive side, it's more this restless energy, unable to stay still, trying to escape the fear through doing things to like activity using activity to mask the fear and then that will inevitably lead to burnout um so then that's the the shadow and then the gift within that is restraint and the gift of restraint is really about like being able to take that step back and allowing things to unfold without urgency and allowing things to unfold how nature intended them to unfold. So it's a gift of knowing when it's not your place to interfere, a gift of non-interference, of patience, of understanding the rhythms of the world and letting nature play out and finding the perfect balance between activity and being passive and and allowing things without your involvement Mm -hmm. um and then like this at the city level here is stillness which i think is a really beautiful essence to bring into that gift of of restraint um how do you feel you connect with that jinky yeah um i feel like i was playing a lot of the stress out um when i first started in a corporate job Mm -hmm. um so when I was in recruitment I was very 
rattled by stress, as in um, I pretty much was functioning through just being stressed out. And um, I also used work as a way of being, um, I guess, distracted. And I was not finding stillness in my life. Um, And I also just um, got a little bit sick as well during that time. So uh, I think in terms of the balance between being active and the balance between, um, I guess, not, not wanting to do everything myself versus allowing others to step in and help or uh, whether that be taking time for rest. I was not very good at resting at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say I'm much better now at all the self-care and the resting, making sure that I'm balancing my life. Um, yeah, I think that definitely, that definitely resonates with me. Yeah. And it's such an important part of like, this is in your radiance sphere, which is about your wellness and your, um, like your life force and your, your health. So being able to take those steps back is going to be so powerful for how alive you feel in your life. Um, and you have, so you have a line four in this radiance and purpose spheres And a big part of your radiance, so like the line four in your radiance is um, the keynote is friendship. So this is about like your magnetic ability to draw people in um, and like, and this is something that can play out at a shadow level and a gift level because you're like you're magnetic, you're always calling people in. But if you're in like your shadows, it can be really calling the wrong people in. And when you're in your gifts, it's calling those like higher frequency relationships in. Um, So being in community and connection with a lot of different types of people, um, like your like friendship at a, um, like at an energetic level, like it can include family, whoever, whoever, just being in community and being, having an open heart with other people is important, like for you to feel alive and and radiant in life. Yeah, definitely. And I think I value so much those deep connections that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I guess if I am, well, if I look back on myself and um, say around the burnout time, I wasn't really connecting deeply with Mm -hmm. friends anyway or um I was so stressed out that I didn't have time to water myself rather than watering any friendships so it was yeah it it becomes a bit of a cycle I would say Mm -hmm. definitely and because like the shadow patterns reinforce other shadow patterns so there Mm -hmm. needs to be like that circuit breaker and that breakthrough Mm -hmm. um to kind of get into the gift to break through all of that shadow stuff that is looping and um, yeah. reinforcing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then in your purpose sphere, so your purpose is like who you are here to be, the the energy that fulfills you internally, that like and the in the purpose sphere, like there's no who you are meant to be puts no pressure on you to achieve anything, to do anything, to attain anything it's just about like the essence of your being and I love that you have the gift vitality um in your purpose sphere and the the shadow is dissatisfaction and and the city is um 
bliss, which I think is really beautiful as well. So having the gift of vitality is when like the shadow of dissatisfaction transforms into joy. And it's about, um, actually, let's talk about the shadow first. So, so (laughs) dissatisfaction, stumbling my words, yeah, is um, basically like being dissatisfied with the present moment with the the situation of your life as it is right now and this is the only shadow that doesn't have a repressive nature you can't internalize dissatisfaction at a shadow level so you can only be reactive to it and you're reactive to it because your life force is always um like your life force has a primal instinct a primal impulse to evolve and so your life force is always putting like this pressure on you to evolve and that pressure at a gift frequency is a really powerful thing like for your evolution for your radiance but if you're um if you're in your shadow frequencies or you're fighting against that pressure to evolve um you become very like reactive in dissatisfaction and it's like this interference you start doing things to try to interfere with the natural flow of nature of your life like of the world and that interference will only cause more discomfort and more dissatisfaction because it's going it's going against the flow so it's trying to force things in the opposite direction to what would feel natural Mm -hmm. so that's the shadow but then the gift is vitality and you're in the gift of vitality when you stop projecting your life force into the future and with like dissatisfaction because it's such like it's dissatisfaction with how things are now Mm -hmm. that is like it's a focus on it will be better when this happens or like some point in in an imaginary future so then your life force gets projected out there and you're not feeling the full vitality of your life force in your body in the present moment so your gift of vitality is when you pull that back in you stop projecting the life force out pull it back into this moment and it's like a gentle fascination with the future but at the same time you're not concerned about it you're not worried about it um and once vitality is in like the full full gift frequency and in full force it creates this motion in your life that is like basically unstoppable because it's life experiencing life and I love like the city of this being bliss which is like bliss is about being deeply in the present moment and when I kind of um like zoomed out from your profile and just noted some core themes like I feel like bliss was the core presence bliss being in sync with nature and flow were the core things that came out and this purpose of vitality like it's your purpose to be in vitality um like that's the reason you exist um i think that that is really tied into like bliss presence and just being so in sync with nature that you just allow things to happen and then your other gifts really tie in like the having that high standards and that integrity um and far-sightedness for the things that you do but it's being energized from your being of like experiencing life and being in life mm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful purpose. I love how you're like 
rather than putting so much life force into the future, just having a gentle fascination. I wrote that down, gentle fascination with the future. And yeah, and then being able to pull all, all of that energy back that I would spend, say, ruminating about or well, what could be done, um, what should I do too far in advance? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, getting a little bit more present. Um, I'm curious about the line for breath rhythm. What's that about? Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just before I forget, so with... Um, what you were saying about like the future like it really ties into your gift of restraint Mm. like it's a gift to restrain yourself Mm. from thinking too much about the future by by putting too much pressure on the future Mm -hmm. and if you don't have that restraint like that's when you fall into that that um, shadow of stress of like collapsing like under that pressure of like this needs to happen like I'm so focused on this happening in the future um Okay, so your line four. So were you looking at? Um, I think it was. Is it's in your purpose at the keynote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is about um, so breath, like rhythm, and it's from like your core stability in life will come through your connections, through your community, when you're connected through friendship and from service. And you feel the most at home in your body when you're with those that you deeply love and that you feel like that um, community connection with. So having breath and rhythm as the keynote is like being in rhythm with community, being in rhythm um, of service. And like that, it's like about the stability coming from your body and your your ability to breathe deeply and be in rhythm with the natural flow of life which is another core theme that is throughout your whole activation sequence yeah so is anything coming up for you any questions or anything about your activation sequence so how literal is it so say with the breath so yes um connecting to i guess the the like would you also recommend things like meditation and like connecting to the breath on that kind of a level or is it more just a like a, a wider umbrella term where it's more like you know what I mean as in more esoteric yeah I know yeah. what you mean so okay so with um with the purpose sphere so the lines are all about like building um core stability and core stability is through the body so the whole activation sequence is about grounding in the physical body so Mm -hmm. all the lines move through the body in different ways and it's definitely more it's more symbolic like it is like literally your breath is important but also it's about like what does the breath represent within your body Mm -hmm. And like what comes up for you when you kind of like muse on that a little bit? So when you talk about that, I sort of think of how shallow am I breathing? And then that ties back to the stress or how deep are my breaths? And that would be more of, I guess, like the restraint, restraint and rest. That's what I kind of tie that to. Would that, does that make a bit of sense with yeah like that definitely makes sense and I feel like always trust your own wisdom and insights and your breath like 
when like when we look at the body and yeah. like just for comparison like so um in so line one is about the bones line two is the posture so like the spine line three is the blood and movement line four breath and rhythm line five is like voice line six is the cells so when we look at the breath within that whole system of the body it's about like it's our breath that brings us in rhythm with life like we breathe in oxygen we breathe out carbon dioxide the plants around us breathe in our carbon dioxide and exhale oxygen and it's our breath that puts us in rhythm with the flow of life and when we try to constrict or control our breath or we like sometimes we can like unconsciously just stop breathing or hold our breath for long periods of time it takes us out of the natural rhythm and and the natural flow Mm -hmm. um so it's yeah it's about the your breath is what connects you to the rhythm and the natural flow of life okay yeah that makes a bit more sense um now I guess putting it into context with all the other lines that it could be that makes a bit more sense yeah and like I feel like that with the lines they so the line there's one to six um and they do like build on each other and connect with each other so sometimes it does like make more sense with um when you see all the lines and like with your line two in your life's work that you're here to change the way that people move um for example like my I have a line one here and mine is like I'm here to change the way people breathe like the way they take in life and then there's others are they're here to change the way people think or behave or um or feel about others so yeah seeing the lines in comparison to the others can help create a fuller picture as well and for the life's work what kind of careers would you say resonate with changing the way people move yeah so anything and it's because it's not about what you do it's about how you do what you do so you can bring like changing the way people move um and like linking into your gift of integrity in that sphere as well you can literally apply that to anything like so what do you do what sum up your work that you're doing right now yeah so at the moment I am a teacher yeah um so teaching grade one students Mm -hmm. um but I'm looking at transitioning my career and doing more of a coaching thing yeah yeah so when you think of like the way people move um Mm -hmm. like we can take this less literally and more about like changing the way people are um in rhythm like with their life with nature with the world Mm -hmm. Um, like how are people moving through the world like are they in are they in flow with the rhythm of nature or are they moving against the flow um so it's kind of looking at it as a more um like archetypal energy as opposed to like literal like and like the archetype is the dancer you don't literally have to teach people how to dance and and change the way um, dancing I'm there <laughs> <Okay. yeah. laughs> unless <laughs> and like if you want to be a dancer go for it <laughs> yeah because I think originally when I saw my gene key there and I and I saw dancer I'm like what does this mean but mm-hmm. uh that makes a lot more sense that's a bit more clarity around it yeah. yeah. Okay. Were there any other? Yeah, I'm, that you I'm wondering to come about back the to? love area. What's that? Sorry, I'm wondering about the love area 
because um, I don't know if you can tell even by looking at this, but um, my sun sign is Libra and I can look and sort of see, even just say with the breath, there's a lot of that air and then perhaps about the balance between the stress and like the restraints and whatnot, even Mm -hmm. just balancing those things. Like I kind of think, oh, okay, that's a little bit like, I guess the, the balance of me as like a Libra or just that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I think relationships, which again, with the friendships, they're also very important to me, very like heart centered and that like being very like authentic is very high on my priority list, which again, Mm -hmm. like it all kind of resonates but I'm just wondering in more of that like love space, what does it say there? Because I can see like, is it, which part is it? Is it the? Yeah. So, yeah. so the activation sequence ends in the purpose sphere. Mm-hmm. You can see it's like half green, half red. Mm-hmm. And then when you move into the Venus sequence, which is about relationships, emotions, love, they're mm-hmm. the red ones. So that purpose sphere turns into purpose of relationships and the Venus sequence starts there. Um, so your purpose of relationships is like your that vitality um, and bliss energy. And then you move into your attraction sphere we probably don't have time to go through the whole sequence and there's like six spheres here but you can start even just like playing with these words that are like the gift and the shadows and see what they mean to you um so you have just to explain it briefly it goes from purpose of relationships into your attraction field and then we move through these imprinting periods that happened throughout different um, times in your life so the iq is like your Um, intellectual mental imprinting from the ages of um, 14 to 21 and then we go back to your EQ your emotional intelligence or your emotional imprinting that happened from um, 7 to 14 and then your self-intelligence from 0 to 7 and then where it says vocation in the Venus sequence is your core wounding that was imprinted um, through like your like gestation period from like when you're in the womb um so it's like all these periods of imprinting um have have an an influence and shadows we need to move through to open our heart and to heal emotionally um for for love and relationships and all of that i did want to talk um about one of the spheres in your iq you have the first gene key there and i wanted to mention it because you also have the first gene key in your pearl um in the blue one of the blue spheres and when there's a gene key um like more than once in a profile it represents like a more potent focus on that energy in your life like most people will have 11 different um but you have 10 because you have the first gene key in there twice so this um first gene key the the shadow is entropy the gift is freshness and the city is beauty entropy and this is so the first gene key and this is a purely masculine gene key so all gene keys have a mix of masculine feminine energy and entropy is the only one that is 100 percent um masculine so the entropy in a repressive state is like depressive frozen life force mentally 
collapsing. Um, fear basically takes over the whole physical system. And reactive is more um, like frantic and urge to escape feeling at all costs. Um, so that's entropy as a shadow. And then the gift, freshness, this pure masculine gift, it's kind of like the big bang it's like um whatever emerges from it will be fresh and completely new in the world and it's like um the it's like from the shadow is a complete numbing and then whatever emerges out of it will be this freshness it's about new aliveness um and it's really it's a really like creative um all the jinkies like have essence of creation but this is a real this is a real one where it's like the essence of this creativity cannot be controlled it simply comes when it is time for it to arrive and there's nothing you can do to influence that process it's like when the creation is ready it will be birthed and it will be fresh and alive in the world it only needs the right environment to bloom in so I guess there is a degree of influence in the environment but in the creation itself there is none and then like the city of beauty is like like it's hard to even describe in like human language but it's like the beauty of freshness of of being alive and it's like that's the the spiritual essence that is is brought into this first jinky and so your iq is like that mental imprinting which is basically like how you learn how to use your mind to escape your feelings um at like that shadow level and then the pearl um like we haven't really talked about the pearl sequence but the the pearl is kind of um that energy kind of like ripples into your across your whole profile and your pearl is like your highest service and your highest form of prosperity in the world when you are of the highest service. And that comes after the Venus sequence because it's once you have an open heart, then you can ask the question, how can I be of the highest service to the whole? And that's when you can um, be in like your highest form of prosperity as well. But I don't want you to feel like overwhelmed with like, (laughs) there is so much more to learn, so much more to go through. I feel like really um, get grounded in your activation sequence because it's the core stability you build through meeting the challenges in your activation sequence. It's that core stability that gives you the grounding and foundation to go into that deep emotional work that comes up in the Venus sequence, which is around love. But then also if you feel drawn there, like every point is an entry point. So you can go straight to the Venus if that is what you want to do now that you have this like basic grounding in the activation. Um, Yeah. Do you have any questions? I know I just gave a lot of (laughs) Um, well, I think, it, yeah, it's really interesting what you said that I've kind of got that beauty, freshness, entropy, that twice in the pearl and in the IQ section. Mm-hmm. Um, but would that kind of, because to me, that sort of sounded a bit like a dark night of the soul comes out, starts blooming, like sees the world differently to what they saw it as going in. Um that's sort of what what it resonated with me as yeah well definitely trust like how like the transmission and the meaning that you received and like the way that I interpret it is that like it it's kind of like so with like the big bang it's like there's darkness 
and then there is creation and there is life and there is fresh life but like for that to happen there like there has to be darkness first so it can be like you were saying that dark night of the soul and then before you know it the creation is ready to be born and and bang there is freshness again um so it's not to say you necessarily need to collapse into complete darkness in order to experience that but that could definitely be a part of your journey if that's like what what you're resonating with and that's what's coming up for you yeah um so whenever there's some writing that comes through me I always feel like I'll write my best things in like three minutes and it just all pours out, mm-hmm. but I can never control when that actually happens. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I feel like it's just like source coming through or like life force energy coming through my body. And then it just like gets expressed through words. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I think the modality for me, that's the most healing is the writing Mm-hmm. I love that and like that is so linked to that freshness that it's like you can't control the creativity mm. it will come your environment like you nurture through your radiance and I love that it's like the gift of restraint it's like that even more like leaning back into that trust that you are so creative that of course the right thing will be created when it needs to be and will be expressed from you and mm. you don't need to like it's kind of like when um, you've probably heard this analogy of like planting, if you plant a seed, you're not going and digging up the ground and disrupting it to check in. Like you're mm-hmm. trusting that it is growing. And I love the analogy of like, um, I, I'm pretty sure it's bamboo. I think mm-hmm. it takes like five years to grow and you like literally just have to step back and trust that it will sprout up. And as soon as it sprouts, it like, is an, an abundance of, of growth. Um, so it's like that restraint, like letting nature do its thing, letting your the nature within yourself and trusting that you are such a creative being with a pure creative impulse that, of course, freshness will be created when it needs to be. Excellent. <laughs> um, and then there's just one thing that I want to ask about okay, because right. they kind of stand out to my eyes. So there's um, I think it's the, the SQ and then the attraction part. So then when it says line three pleasure and then line three promiscuity, um, like being promiscuous or whatnot and playfulness, like what does that mean, those parts? Um, so, so in your attraction and your <laughs> SQ. Yeah. Um, okay, so the line three here. So with so the general, the general energy of a line three is Mm. about adventure thrill trial and error um like really being like fully immersed in the exploration and experimentation Mm -hmm. and then the depending on what sphere the line three is in and you do have a few in your profile um adjust the flavor of the meaning So with the line three that is in your attraction, for example, being um, promiscuity and playfulness, the promiscuity is more of like a a shadow expression of that three and the playfulness is more a a gift frequency. Um, And then with your line three in your SQ, um, where it says pleasure, adventure and understanding, it's like the... So S, the SQ sphere is about your um, 
like your self-image and and your self-esteem and your the pleasure that um that is within that sphere for you will come through adventure and understanding I know I'm giving like such basic (laughs) descriptions right now but I feel like it's definitely something um that will make sense if you understand like the lines from one to six in those specific spheres so um maybe something to do like in another whole session together we can go through the whole venus <laughs> unpacking because <laughs> yeah there is there is a lot more detail i would say like don't get too caught up in a definition for those words like um more just like feel into the energy of them um as like archetypes as symbols as opposed to like a dictionary definition of what that means which is what I wondered before I was like oh if we look up this word well (laughs) but yeah I think more of that symbolic meaning that makes a bit more sense in this context yeah amazing well thank you so much for being here for this call I've loved um going through your profile thank you so much Rachel (laughs) appreciate it Thank you so much for listening. Connect with me at by Rachel White to continue this conversation. I would always love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me in your stories or leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day.